0: Thank you for joining New Life Fellowship podcast today. We are a church desiring to expand the kingdom of God by making disciples. We pray that this message inspires you, build your faith, and hope that it will give you perspective to see that our God is moving in your life. Hope you enjoyed the message. I want to share uh, three points about praising God. First, what is praise? Second, why do we praise God? And third, what is the opposite of praising God, okay? What was number one? Say it to one another. Number two? And then number three? All right, so I want to do a little exercise, okay? And you guys have to help me, okay? Pretend everybody in here, okay? I know kids are a lot better at uh, imagination and pretending, but Parents, exercise, adults, come on, okay? So pretend all of you guys are aspiring artists, okay? So you really want to be a great artist one day, okay? And out of all the characters that you love to draw, okay, you love Spider-Man. Who likes Spider-Man? Yes. Yeah, you like it, Jimmy, good, okay? All oh, the girls whatever, okay? So pretend you're an aspiring artist and you absolutely love Spider-Man. And so one day you were walking, Okay, and you're going to see a picture, but hold on, okay? But when I show you the picture, you cannot say anything, okay? Remember, aspiring artists love Spider-Man, okay? But I'm going to show you a picture, a real picture, and I want you to look at it, but you cannot say anything, okay? You can't look at the person next to you. Okay, no expression, okay? Ready? Go. No expression, Isaiah oh pretty good this is what you guys look like when I first come up here (laughs) okay alright now I'm gonna show you another picture okay again same thing aspiring artist loves Spider-Man and this is the picture of again Spider-Man but listen guys this was a special edition picture that was made and actually bought by Marvel and not lots of people have this it's only certain people who can afford it okay alright But this time, as an aspiring artist who loves Spider-Man, you can respond, okay? Not just my children, all the adults. You can respond, turn to your neighbors, and respond however you you want, okay? Does everybody understand? Ready? Aspiring artist seeing Spider-Man, this one beautiful piece of work of art. Ready? Set, Go! Come on, parents, adults, let's have some expression. This is where you need to help me, like, wow, this is amazing, right? That's what you're supposed to do, right? Isn't that lovely? That's so cool. Look at the details, right? Now, what if I told you the, per- the person that painted this picture is actually in the room? Will you believe me? Yeah. The person that actually drew these pictures is Mr. Robin Hart. Can you stand up? Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? When I saw his work, I was like, wait, 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 you painted this? Like, you didn't just, like, color in the lines? That's what I thought he did. He painted it! And Marvel said, hey, we love it so much that we're going to take it. Wow, you guys are in the presence of greatness, okay? <laughs> so... <laughs> praise isn't just singing a song. It's actually appropriately responding to something that we enjoy. Now, C.S. Lewis, anybody in here know C.S. Lewis, guys? C.S. Lewis is the one that wrote the Chronicles of Narnia, okay? And he was a lover of Jesus Christ. And this is what he said. He said, We delight to praise what we enjoy because the praise not merely expresses but completes the enjoyment. So if generosity, generous living, is a lifestyle that we live because we encountered a generous God, and joy is the emotional status of experience God, then praise is a verbal expression of who we love. Right? So when you guys, I don't know about you guys, but have you guys ever heard your mom say this? <gasps> this eye cream is so amazing. Right? You've got to try it. Talking on the phone. Not like this, but like this. Right? Talking on the phone. This eye cream is so amazing. They're talking to their friends. You should try it. It's so good. Right? Or have you heard your teacher say, this book is amazing. When you read it, you will be so caught up in it, you should get it. Or children, have you seen this Pokemon? He can do this and that and that. Parents, you know, right? You're like, what are you talking about, right? So you talk to your friends, and this is the joy that we have, right? The joy that we have, we want to share. We express it in our words. And David, the one that wrote Psalms for today, right? The Psalms for today, he loved God in all of his life. In his sadness, he turned to God. In his anger, he turned to God. In his frustration, he turned to God. In his joy, he turned to God. Because for David... God was his all-satisfying object. And then he's praising God, and he looks to his people, and he said, join me. And he says to them, what? Uh, oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our sa- salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. As the key. And so this is what he wants. He doesn't just say, okay, I'm going to praise God by himself. He invites his people to join him in praising God. Now, parents, okay? If your children, they're like, oh, I don't want to go to church. I don't want to worship, okay? A lot of them, you might be like, hey, if you don't go, you're in big trouble, right? You better go to kids' worship. Go in there now. Change your attitude, okay? I'm sure most of the parents are not like that, right? Kids, right? If If your kids are not praising Jesus and they're not wanting to, Okay? Maybe you threatening them won't help. Maybe you need to talk about how much you enjoy God, how wonderful he is to you. You know, when Allie was two years old, she loved Dora. Everybody knows Dora? Dora? Dora, 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 the explorer. Dora, right? And literally, we read her books religiously. Every night we would read books. Right? We would watch videos. She loved them, and one day she loved her. Okay, I, lo- I was annoyed a little bit by her, but Ali loved her. And one day we went to a carnival, and there was a sign, and we didn't know this, but there was a sign that says "Meet Dora." And I, I turned to her because she couldn't read. I said, "Hey, do you want to meet Dora?" And she was like, "What? We could meet? I could meet her?" Right? And so I said, "Yeah." That, that line over there, we can get in line and we can meet her. So I carried her to the line and you can tell she's so excited. Her, the anticipation she cannot contain. And there's this long line and there's a curtain that covers, right? So that you have that, you know, excitement. So she's waiting. She's like, oh my goodness. And you could tell. She's like, her eyes are like wide-eyed, right? And she's waiting. And I said, are you excited? She's like, yeah, I'm excited. And so we get to the front. The curtain is open and she's like, oh, right? And the people are like, come sit down. And she goes, and she has to go by herself. She's like so mesmerized by this person that she loves and reads about and talks about with her mommy and goes on an adventures with her. And she sits down, and this is the picture of Allie sitting next to Dora, mesmerized. <sighs> Dora! Right? <laughs> This is what we want right <laughs> you guys are that's a little scary <laughs> right <laughs> there's fear there's joy there's nervousness all of that put together in that face right this is what praise is we want our children to praise the lord but they have to first see their mom and daddy praising the lord they have to be convinced that mommy and daddy are so in love with this God. so let me this is the end of my first point Let's see if you guys can see if you guys were paying attention. This is a little test. Are you ready? Okay? So go ahead and show me. We're gonna unscramble the word. Okay? It says praising blank is what praising blank what we love. That was hard. I almost gave the answer away. Okay? Praising what we love. What is the word? It's a verb praising okay raise your hand some of you guys are like what this is really hard oh i see back there jackson oh did you guys hear him jackson say it out loud praising reveals wow good job jackson jackson is like six okay come on adults okay everybody say this to me praising reveals what we love everybody say it with me praising reveals what we love reveals yes all right now my second point is why do we praise god okay king david tells us why we should praise god he says for the lord is a great god and a great king above all gods in his hand are the depths of the earth the heights of the mountains are his also The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. This is why we praise our God. Two weeks ago, I had an opportunity to visit my brand new nephew. His name is Parker. Can you guess why his name is Parker yeah it has to do something with spider-man because his dad's name is peter and so he wanted the name, peter parker Sp- spider yeah okay <laughs> it's not a joke it's for real i was like really <laughs> okay right and we got uh to visit him in california and uh i was going with my daughters ali and abby and they were on their ipads and their airplane i was reading a book And as we're sitting there flying, the pilot, you know, he kind of like introduces himself. He says, hello, my name is blah, 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 blah. And he kind of describes where we are. He says, right now we are passing Mount Rainier, right? So for us, okay, Ali and Abby and myself, we always see Mount Rainier from a distance because we're always driving, right? And so we see the mountain up there. We're like, wow, it's such a big. Did you know that Mount Rainier was a volcano? Yeah. Yeah, it's active. Did you know that? yeah, okay, right, that's sleeping, active volcano that's sleeping, okay, so here we were watching, ah, and then the pilot says, we're passing over it, so we drop our iPads, I put my book down, and we look at the window, and we were amazed at the sheer size of this mountain, right, and so Ali's like, she turns off her game that she's playing, and she gets her iPad, and then she takes a picture, right. And so we're looking at this big old mountain, and we're like, oh, whoa! This is not from the internet. It's really from her iPad, right? We're amazed. And here is me. I love nature, so I start praising. I'm like, Ali, look at the beautiful mountain. It's covered in snow. Talking to her, I can't believe we're flying over it right now. What if it explodes? No, 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 I shouldn't say that right now, right? So I'm praising, and I couldn't get that image out of my mind. And as I was thinking about this sermon, this picture came up. And David says, the mountains he formed, the height of the mountain he formed, and it is in his hands. So I made this small replica of Mount Rainier. It's very small, right? Very cool, Mount Rainier. (laughs) Can you imagine a huge mountain, okay, that is in the hands of God? Who in here has really big hands that could hold this mountain in their hands? Whoa, Boone. Whoa, those are pretty big hands. Anybody else confident? Who's that back there? Who's the guy? Oh, my goodness, Elliot. Elliot has really big hands. You know what, who I think has really big hands? Can you guys guess? Pastor Eric. So I'm going to invite Pastor Eric to come up. And as he is showing us his hands, I want you to be amazed. Because when it says that the mountains are in his hands, okay? We use our hands to make things. We use our hands to sustain things. We use our hands to push and pull. That means this big mountain is in the hands of Pastor Eric's big hands. Ready? You want to show him your hands? Whoa! Right? Okay? So Pastor Eric, can you put your hands in the front? Whoa! So much much power. Do you guys see it? And the mountain is... In his hands! So tiny! Can you smash it? Oh my goodness! Can you throw up in the air? Oh! Can you catch? Oh, good job! Wow! Okay. An animal. <laughs> an animal? I'm an animal. You're an animal? <laughs> and not only the mountains, but the entire universe. Okay, let's see how well he can balance it, okay? Alright, good job. Can you throw it again? No? oh he got both wow good job all right thank you pastor (laughs) okay the entire world is in the hands of god he made it he formed it with his hands and not only that he sustains it and when he says i don't need your mountain anymore he could squish it that's why david says we praise god our god He formed all things. He is our maker and he sustains all things. Now, I want you to do this with me. Everybody close your eyes. Close your eyes. Okay? And again, imagination here. I want you to think of the most beautiful person that you know in your head. Okay? The most beautiful person in your head. I want you to think of now the wisest person that you know in your head. I want you to think about the most forgiving person that you know. Put it on your head. I want you to remember the kindest person that you know. I want you to put the bravest person, the most powerful person that you know in your head, the most just and the richest person that you know. Put it on your head. And I want you to bundle it up, bundle it up. And all those qualities, I want you to heighten to perfection. And there's all those qualities lasting forever. This is our God. This is our God. And get this. Everybody open your eyes. This God has devoted himself to you, to measly me. That's why David said, praise him. Praise Him, sing to Him, be joyful, because this God has devoted Himself to you. Everybody say this with me, to your neighbors, okay? Our God is a great God, and He is devoted to me. Amen or no amen? Amen. Okay, so let's see if you guys were listening. Test number two, ready? Ready? Can we show praising God shows he is oh oh, raise your hand I heard a kid Zion oh my goodness Zion how old are you how old are you Zion he's like five six okay you're six I'm sorry I'm sorry okay okay adults be honest who knew the answer oh my goodness (laughs) so we need to do a little bit of that right praising God shows he is worthy everybody say this to me praising God Shows that he is worthy. All right. My last point, then what is the opposite of praising God? Okay? And we might think that the opposite of praising God is not praising God. But it's actually a lot more than that. And it says in in verses 8 through 10, listen. Do not harden your hearts as at Meribah, as on the day at Masa in the wilderness, when your fathers put me to the test, put me to the proof, Though they had seen my work, for 40 years I loathed that generation and, sta- and said, "They are people who go astray in their heart, and they have not known my ways. The reason why we don't praise God is because of our hardened heart, okay? And what does it mean when David says that our hearts are hardened, Okay? And he gives this example of Meribah and Masa. okay? This is a story, a history that, that lesson, real quick. The Israelites were slaves, okay? So they were in Egypt, they were enslaved. Every day they had to do what a master told them to do, and they were miserable. And they cried out to God. And so God sends Moses, and he does this crazy miracle, right? He does 10 plagues of all these natural disasters. And after that, Pharaoh says, you can go. So the people leave the land. They were so joyful. Everybody show me a joyful face. Yes! No more slavery. So they're leaving the land. And then as they're leaving the land, they see that the Egyptians are following them. They're going to come back to take revenge. And so they're freaking out again. They say, God, please help us. And what does God do? He? Yeah, he spreads the seed. Okay. I get worried when the kids answer, but the adults, okay? okay? So God opens the sea, and the people walk across dry ground with the two walls of the sea on their side, right? So they experience the salvation of God. And then when they get to the desert, they get what? Hungry. God, we're hungry. We ran out of food. And so what does God provide? Manna from the heavens, and they're eating, elder says like i know the answers right and then they get they're like we don't want bread we want protein right and so what does god provide quail Quail, that's right and so they start eating and every day as they're walking there's pillar of fire by night to keep them warm pillar of cloud by day to keep them cool they're seeing the hand of god moving but then they get thirsty What should you do? What should you do? What should they do? Turn to your neighbors. What should they do? This is what they say. You guys are smart. They're like, talk to God, right? This is what they say. Why did you bring us out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? And you know what they say? Is the Lord among us or not? Right? They're thirsty and they say, God, are you here? Why did you bring us out here to this wilderness to suffer like this? Right? And so for them, their hearts were hardened. They refused to acknowledge the goodness of God because of the bad circumstances they were in. A hardened heart refuses to see the greatness of God because their plan didn't work out. A hardened heart turns away from the sovereignty of God because life is difficult. Do you know who else the Bible describes as a hardened, has a hardened heart? Pharaoh. After every plague that God shows, Pharaoh hardened his heart. He refuses to acknowledge God as king. He refuses to submit to his command. He refuses and disobeys God. And he hardened his heart. And that's what God's people did. They saw everything that God did, but in the end, when life got difficult, they hardened their heart. And they said, no, God is not king. He didn't even provide this for us. No, God is not God. Look at me, I'm thirsty. This is the opposite of praising God. It is hardening your heart. Do you see why God was angry with his people? They're acting like people that have never experienced salvation. What has God done in your life? Children, what has God done in your life? He's actually done something far greater than salvation from physical slavery. He's done done something far greater than all the healings in the Bible put together. He's done something greater than creating the whole universe out of nothing. Do you know what that is? Do you know what that is? Turn to your neighbors and ask them, what is that? What is that great work that God has done? Say it. Adults, do you guys know it? The greatest work that God has done is sending his son to die for us. Who knows Apostle Paul? Okay. Who's heard of Apostle Paul? Okay. All right. He is a man who was called by God to um, uh, begin the church along with the disciples. right? And he experienced some crazy things. He was bitten by a viper. Do you guys know what a viper is? Okay. He was bitten by a poisonous viper. And you know what he did? He just shook it off, and he moved on with his life, right? And the people were like on oh, awe, right? Not only that, he was in jail. He was praising God, and the jail doors opened, and he could go free. And people were freaking out, but he's like, Oops, yeah, that's my God. Did you know that for a time he was blind? He couldn't see. He didn't know if that was going to last forever. He was blind, and then after three days, scales fell out of his eyes, and he could see, He experienced all these miracles in his life. But for Apostle Paul, he says all of those are like loss. Okay, I'm going to use a good word, loss. He says nothing compares to knowing Jesus Christ. He said, I'm going to brag about only one thing in my life. I'm going to only brag about Jesus Christ and him crucified. Out of all the things that he, uh, he experienced, all the healings, all the miracles, he says, no, that pales in comparison to Christ my Lord dying on the cross. But I'm going to be really honest with you guys, okay, children, and I think sometimes as you guys get older, you'll start seeing this. Adults, this is us. Deep down, okay, deep down that we think a physical healing is greater than that. Deep down, we think our circumstances, miraculously changing, is greater than that. Deep down, we think a comfortable, rich life on this earth is greater than that. This is us. This is who you are. We fail to see the beauty and the worth of what God has done for us. Who in here is excited about Christmas? Yeah, right? And every Christmas, anywhere you go, you will start seeing the nativity scene, right? Anybody knows what the nativity scene is? And this scene is so uh, cozy. So beautiful with the stars shining. And for kids, it's like, whoa, animals, right? And we see people bringing gifts. But actually, there is a pastor named Nadia bolz Weber, and she wrote this book called Accidental Saints. And she talks about how from the actual nativity scene till now, Christians have made Christianity so pretty. Right? Everything's so nice. Everybody's dressed so nice. They're ready to praise God. But in reality, what do we see? Okay? What do we see in that scene? What happened? There was a teenage girl who got pregnant. And she could not give birth in her nice home. No, she had to go to a, a hotel, a place where I don't know how clean it was, right? Maybe a husband. Yeah, he saw the angel, but I'm sure he doubted. What? What is she doing? What am I doing? Right? And we think, oh yeah, people came to celebrate this king. They were shepherds. They were a part of the lower class. The society where people there was grades, right? High class, middle class, low class. And then we think, oh, the magi, they came. These great people. They were not magi, they were magicians, they were sorcerers. And we forget this one character. God came down as king, but there was another king, King Herod. He was power hungry, narcissistic, selfish, and he heard about this king that was to come. He said, destroy every child so that his kingdom is not threatened the world that Christ came down to was a messy world and is that Satan world today full of suffering full of selfish people people that are arrogant and prideful and people who refuse refuse to praise God and give him the honor that he deserves light that star that shined that night it was shining for everybody to see god enters into our messiness not to fix it up but to direct our eyes to him direct our eyes to the god who loves direct our god to our eyes to the one who sustains all things This is a God that we get to know. And in preparation for Frozen 2, we watched Frozen 1, and Olaf said, that one act of true love can thaw a frozen heart. And our God, so wonderful. He comes down to this dirty world, violent world, rebellious world, and he dies for us, carries a curse, on the cross for us and that's why people of God brothers and sisters we can always praise God in all of our situations so let's bow our heads and let's pray can we take a moment to give thanks to our God our God this means he's devoted himself to you we know we don't deserve it we're rebellious we're selfish we're prideful we're panicky but he's devoted himself to you because of what Christ has attained on the cross so let's give thanks to them let's pray together Lord I thank you so much. lives are messy we may look really good and well-dressed here but lord in reality a lot of us are really sad in reality a lot of us are losing hope in reality lord we're just not praising you but we thank you god that you do not turn away from us but lord you are the one that comes to us In our messiness, and fixes our eyes on you. So Lord, I pray that you will awaken my brothers and sisters, myself, that we will become a people of praise, not because of our circumstances, not because of our emotions, but because of who you are. So Lord, change our hearts. Let us know the beauty of the cross and the wonderful work of salvation that you have accomplished on our behalf. We pray all these things in Jesus' name.